Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. I'm Mike. And we kicking it back old school, 90s style, even though it's late 90s. Uh, Disney Plus is out, and we just rewatched Don't Look Under the Bed, starring Ty Hodges. I don't care about any other actor. In well, this it's movie. the only eventful one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the woman, uh, Aaron Chambers was somebody too for a while but oh well who cares yes so this movie is a beyond a cult classic it doesn't even feel like a disney movie uh it's actually if you're watching this the kid like this is up there with are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps kind of scary i know it freaked me out as a kid i also remember the boogeyman being more in this movie than it was yeah yeah that's that and also i remember him being kind of creepy he's really not if anything, Ty Hodge is kind of creepy as yeah. his half oh, and yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty yeah. terrifying when he uh, changed. Um, yeah, the movie came out in 1999, but like, I feel like I vividly remember it airing for the first time. I don't think I saw it the first time around, but every time Disney Channel did the Halloween blocks of Halloween Town, Don't Look Under the Bed. Uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Yes, which uh, we will do next. That is a right. great one. Um I remember always watching this one, and I, I'm not a Disney guy. I'm not. I think they're Nazis, and I think they're weird, and I think that they're corny. But this always got me. I loved it always. Yep, pretty pretty uh, good for a Disney Channel movie. I uh, I mean, again, not as a Disney guy. I mean, I liked a lot of Disney Channel movies for some reason. They they are very corny, but there were some good ones. Uh, let's get into the plot of the movie. So Aaron Chambers plays the character by the name of Francis. Can't pronounce her last name, so who cares? Um, her middle name is Bacon. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, so it starts off with them, with her and her entire family. They're all asleep, and you see that the time is going ahead. So the alarm goes off, and it's like 7 in the morning. At least that's what the clock says. And the family gets ready for, uh, you know, to start their day or whatever, wake everybody up to eat breakfast and stuff. And they realize that it's actually 4.30 in the morning. So they go back to sleep and they go to school and they realize that everybody in the neighborhood clocks got set back or moved forward. I get really confused with time when stuff like that. They made a joke like that in the movie, too, about which one do you say, which one do you not say, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, so... That happens, and it's just a whole bunch of weird stuff happening around the entire neighborhood. Like the uh, teacher's car got egged. He was driving a convertible with the top down, and it got egged. Uh, Dogs being on the roof. Yeah, that was weird. That You know, uh, that's like, it's weird, but actually happened to my dog once. <laughs> like, dead ass. Did he come out the window or something? My brother was living in another house, and it went out the window with the air conditioner unit in, and when he came back from work, the dog was literally just staring, <laughs> dead. Like, like it looked like how it was in the movie, so I, I thought that was double funny. Oh, yeah, so dogs on the roof. Um, somebody put gelatin inside of the swimming pool, so... Which that part annoyed me, because, yeah. like... <laughs> they, you know, you're jumping into the gelatin, you right? <laughs> but all right, it's a kids' movie. Can't can't critique that. Uh, so the school bus with water, uh, just a bunch of weird and shenanigans bees. and the yeah. bees. Uh, 
spray painted on everyone's locker besides Francis, but hers on the lockers too. It was everywhere across the town, and it was spray painted on the bottom of people's shoes for some reason. Yeah, that was weird. I think that's a weird <laughs> comic relief. Again, can't strip it apart. It's Disney. They're corny, but yeah. But her B was inside her locker because everyone now was at her locker. Like, why is your locker the only one without a B? She's like, I don't know. That's weird. Also, we skipped a little p- part of that. She actually is the youngest in her school because she skipped a grade ahead. So she's already kind of like, not not like a target, but everyone's kind of like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. So now everyone are like, who the fuck are you? And you're the only one without a B on your locker. Are you doing this shit? She's like, no, but the B was inside her locker. Right. Uh... Along when she's going through her school day, she starts seeing this guy and sunglasses and she's like do you see this guy she's like and she's talking to her friend she's like no there's no one there and and it's uh ty hodge's character which is an older boy named larry houdini who is apparently an imaginary friend which francis doesn't believe in because francis is very logical very mature for her age she's like no this is can't be real and larry just keeps following her around trying to say like hey i'm real Look what I could do. And she thinks she's like going crazy. The whole thing was irritating. <laughs> Why? Because she just wouldn't accept the fact that he was imaginary. She's too old. She's too mature, dude. But she was jumping to conclusions of him being something else, like saying he was an alien or something like that. But Actually, like, you're right. They're both far-fetched. So. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just irritating me. And every time he tried to explain a rule to her, she, she just automatically shut it down and it's like no this is re- not real and all this stuff i'm just like you've seen this man do some weird shit so clearly he's not real like w- why aren't you getting this i don't know <laughs> if that happened to me i would be like i'm schizophrenic fuck this like i i'm seeing things and then she knows that like this man is in the cafeteria jumping around or whatever nobody's reacting to it and she's embarrassing nobody- herself I hate that. By talking very loudly to him. Like, yes. It's so. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Again, it's a kid's movie. Grain I know. Of salt. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> I was just so irritated. Oh. Uh, but, hey, Ty Hodges fucking. Uh, he acted very well in this uh, role. Um, I can't think of any other 90s actors who I can think would take this role. Other than maybe kill. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes, Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Disney had a lot of breakout stars back then. And, yo, Ty, Ty was perfect for this. And he he starts following her around saying, the reason why all these bad things are happening to you is because the boogeyman. She's like, the boogeyman, like, get the hell out of here. Still being her, you know, realistic self. And then he keeps trying to prove it by he went to a library to get a boogie book. And explain this is what's happening. And she still doesn't believe it, even though she's watching him do more things. And a, a thing that they don't really explain too much, I guess, is he could still interact with kids. Right, because he's an imaginary friend. So kids can see him because they have the imagination. Oh, okay. I, like, I kind of understood that, but at the same time, I was like, why? Was it necessary? I mean, it's to show that he's an imaginary friend. 
technically he's half the boogeyman. I don't care what anyone says. No, he's not half the boogeyman. He's an imaginary friend. That could turn that could turn into the boogeyman. But that all imaginary friends could turn into a boogeyman. Did you miss the entire plot point at the end? No, I'm just saying like most of, like I was thinking like do most of them end up being forgotten so they turn into the boogeyman? You know? No, they only turn into a boogeyman when they're forgotten too early. Hmm. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now it's starting to get to me. Yeah, because Francis made her younger brother who has leukemia. Yeah, I forgot his name already. Yeah, me too. What's his Darwin? Darwin. 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 (laughs) He, uh, I guess, I think Francis looks like a, not like a villain, but like a shithead telling him to grow up too soon. Yeah. But she meant well. She's trying to make him strong because he's going through leukemia. Yeah, she's just like, I guess it's kind of fucked up telling a kid grow up <laughs> while he's going through leukemia. That's so fucked up. <laughs> but I get she means be strong. Don't focus on, like, I guess things that don't matter. Even though, I guess, in the kid's mind, the imaginary friends could help them through leukemia it's- as, like, an escape. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. She's just such an asshole. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, that's the whole backstory about why Larry is around, um, because Larry is Darwin's imaginary friend. And Larry knows that he's slowly turning into a boogeyman because Francis convinced Darwin to stop believing in him, which is weird, but OK. Um, It's just a bunch. Like at this point, I feel like it's just a bunch of filler. The stuff going on is, you know, uh, more the pranks and shit. Yeah, Larry Houdini just doing goofy shit, and uh, Francis being a skeptic and telling uh, Larry that he's wrong and whatever he's doing is stupid and it's not real and blah blah blah. And one night, uh, the boogeyman's on the roof. Uh, Larry confronts the boogeyman or whatever and you can see that Larry's eyes are all messed up Purple. or whatever. Yeah. And uh Boogeyman's like, ooh, your eyes scary. You gonna turn into a boogie. But he said it in some weird way. He was rhyming or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah, that boogeyman <laughs> is not scary. <laughs> and I remember him being scary, but I must have just confused like in the back of my head thinking about Larry being half a boogeyman being scary. Because that boogeyman is corny as fuck. I know it's for kids, but like, damn. But the, the scariest part of that movie was when Darwin gets grabbed. I That freaked me out as a kid. That damn freaked me out. The, dude, it's a, me PO, out. it's a POV what? shot of a kid's leg getting grabbed. I'm not, I, I mean, I was desensitized at that point. <laughs> uh, but uh, what freaked me out as a kid was when Larry turned into the boogeyman. Like, fully. It had the whole Alf boogeyman outfit on. Like, that shit creeped me out. The, the purple uh, smoke was also creepy always underneath the bed. Yeah, that's very memorable. But yeah. The, what? I was going to say that Darwin sitting on the bed, on um, Francis' bed, playing with his two toys, kind of pissed me off. Because <laughs> it was a scuba diver and a dinosaur. And they had nothing to do with each other. And he was, like, I get kids have imaginations, but... I was like, it was it (laughs) really losses playing with my wrestling, man. Oh, come on. 
that's a little like I had that too, but like oh. that's just a little <laughs> more in range of you know what I mean. A scuba diver and dicer again. I'm picking apart a kids movie because I'm an asshole, but, <laughs> but there's just little things that I'm like, huh? That's just weird writing. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of weird writing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the dialogue. It's just so fucking bad, but whatever. Um, um, so yeah, Larry confronts Boogeyman on the roof. Larry's going to fall off the roof. He's hanging. And for some reason, Francis is like, Oh, let me go in the garage and get a ladder. So, he, uh, Larry can climb down, even though Larry got on a roof without a ladder. <laughs> he could disappear and he could change his outfit. Also, every two seconds, he was a firefighter that time. <laughs> So she wastes her time in that ladder anyway because Larry ended up falling on, off the roof. And for some reason, she, she thought Larry was dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did break a window. And for some reason, she thought Larry was dead after falling on the roof. She just doesn't get it, and it's irritating me this whole goddamn time. <laughs> this I don't want to say this movie's bad. It's just I'm too old for it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm too old for it. I still love it, though. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot of charm in this movie. There's a lot of just like, again, we're 20 years past the point of should be watching this movie. But I still find a lot of things good with this movie. Yeah, I can see that. And a lot of it is Ty Hodge. So. Right. So, okay, so all that happens, whatever. Um, Ty, not Ty Hodge, well, whatever, his character, Larry, he decides to... Uh, build this contraction to kill the boogeyman and then he creates something called boogie goo i think yes yes boogie goo to i low-key always want to try that <laughs> i did too <laughs> it looked good yeah. it looks like I the ooze even also wanted... from um i ooze. yeah yes yeah <laughs> and i had that as a kid and it took me everything in my power not to eat that it, it was probably salty because I had the uh, slime that came with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I, uh-huh. I tasted that and it was very salty. So mm-hmm. I love salt. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, he makes Boogie Goo and is the Boogie Goo is supposed to attract the Boogeyman. Um, Ty Hodges actually starts eating it because he slowly turns to a Boogeyman. He likes it or whatever. And uh, Francis points. Yeah. Well, no, not not yet. Francis points out that uh, she points out that Larry is liking the goo, and Larry freaks out. I was like, "I'm not becoming a boogeyman. I'm not." And when he like he points the spoon at her, when he does it, um, some of the goo gets on the floor, and they end up going upstairs. And Darwin comes in the kitchen and steps on the goo. One thing led to another. Yeah, he, he dragged goo- it into her room. And then he's he hanging did. on the bed, and this is my favorite part. Like I said, his feet are dangling. They're showing a POV shot, and his leg gets grabbed. That freaked right. me out as a kid. I didn't like it. <laughs> and he gets taken into Boogie World. And uh, oh, what's the name? Larry and uh, Francis both have to go to Boogie World to save Darwin. And uh, yeah, that happens. So Boogie World basically is just a bunch of things that got stuck underneath your bed right. as a... Like, it looked kind of cool. If this was, like, a Disney theme park, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that happens. And they f- they f- fucking find Darwin, and he's stuck in a bag. And here's the frustrating part of what I didn't like about this. About how it was in a knot that was easily... Yes, like, it took her 20 untie. minutes to do that. 
because Darwin still can't see the boogeyman. It's pissing me off. He's like, what's going on? But I'm unhappy. And it doesn't take that long to unwrap a knot. Um, Larry's distracting the boogeyman. And you have so much time. Just, like, get him out of there. Was point, that supposed was, to build suspense? I don't know. At this point, I'm just like, what is movie fucking in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so that all happens. And what you call Larry's fighting the boogeyman. And, um, well, first, Larry turns into the boogeyman. And um, what's her name? Frances. She convinces Darren to believe in Larry again. And. He's like, yeah, I believe he's clapping his hands or some shit because that's what they did in Peter Pan to show that they believe in Tinkerbell. Um, yeah, and they also did that back in the library with the kids yeah. to first explain how they could see um, Larry. Yeah, but yeah, so it was, uh, what's you call it? Clapping his, Darwin's clapping his hand or whatever, and then what you call it? Larry, he comes back to normal, fights the boogeyman, doing flips and shit. Like I was watching Power Rangers. Um, and while that's happening, he had this contraption to kill the boogeyman, but it got unplugged from the wall. So I guess somehow, uh, what should we call it? What's her name? Francis is like some smart electrician because she gets like some metal wire and copper and wrap it around the plug to conduct the electricity to power up the machine to kill the boogeyman. And she puts it on a boogeyman. It doesn't kill the boogeyman, but the boogeyman starts going back to his old form, which is Francis's old imaginary friend. Because Francis used to have an imaginary friend, <clears throat> an imaginary friend by the name of Zoe, and she stopped believing in Zoe early on. Because of um, Darwin having le- leukemia, and she figured that she had to grow up to confront the leukemia. That's why. Yes, man, there is some plot points that like it's it's they were fed to me, and I think <laughs> I was just like so out of it when I watched this movie. Uh, again, I was like, ah, there's no substance here. It's a Disney movie, you know. Right. I just kind of assumed that she had to grow up for school. Uh, no, but, uh, no. It's the leukemia. Okay. Yeah. A huge plot point that we missed, but it's whatever. She felt guilty about um, Darwin's leukemia because she had a chance to um, donate the word I'm looking for or yeah, transplant her uh, yeah, her bone marrow. But she didn't want to because she was afraid of the needles. So her brother did it. Right. <sighs> and that was, it's Larry when he turns into the boogeyman like halfway and he gets nasty. I actually was like kind of like, not like scared. I was like, whoa. Like yeah. he's 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 throwing digs that are personal jabs. That's scarier yeah. than being a boogeyman. He just like a nice guy. <laughs> he's happy go lucky, and then all of a sudden, bam! Fuck you, Fran. <laughs> so, um, uh, Francis remembers Zoe. Then the boogeyman. I'm putting up quotation finger quotations. Turns back into Zoe, and Larry's like, "Whoa, the boogeyman was a lady the whole time." And Zoe's like. Uh, it's not boogeyman, it's boogie person, and blah blah blah. She's British for some reason. And uh, oh, oh, you think it's progressive? Okay, how about why the fuck did Larry kiss Francis at the yeah, end? Yeah, I hated that. that. That was weird. Like, it, it was, was no, no sign connection. of right. Yeah. Yes, it was no sign of a romantic connection the entire movie. And when he's 
explains that they won't see each other again because she's too old to have an imaginary friend. He fucking kisses her. And I'm just like, what am I watching at this point? (laughs) (laughs) It was so weird. I hated that part. I thought it was so unnecessary. He had to turn around. I think she made some sort of line about like, maybe it is time I grow up saying like, oh, maybe I should like boys. Right. Oh, my God. Jeez. And yeah, Zoe and Larry goes off into another town because a boogeyman is terrorizing another town. And that's how the movie ends. That's uh, Disney Channel's 1999 Don't Look Under the Bed. Uh, yeah, that was a weird movie. I I still love that movie. Uh-huh. It's it's very all over the place. It's very... Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of filler. Right. But it's... For a Disney movie to be spooky which you know there hasn't been too many it's it's up there for me because there's not too many things like that in the disney universe Um, i mean there was there was uh that vampire one too right uh i think it was uh my mom's dating a vampire or some shit yeah so there's a couple there's a couple of ones but most of the time they go for a more really really not scary vibe of uh with like twitches or something like that so it was which cool was seeing later. them. What I said, which was much later. Yeah, I think that. Uh, it, I don't know who got that greenlit, but good for them. It's. I when I posted on my Instagram story, we we're going to review this. Everyone's like, "Yeah, great movie, such a throwback." Like every everyone likes this movie. It's it's really cool that that they got to have a horror movie go over. And I wish they would experiment more with that, but they're they're too safe. They're too cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, I think. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, the movie was uh, okay. Um, a lot of nostalgia was hitting me while rewatching this. Yeah, it was. It's very good um, plot wise. Um, just the dialogue was weird. Uh, uh, certain decisions, like Larry kissing, which we call, is just weird. Uh, That's such a Disney move, though. <sighs> so bad. Gotta have a happy ending, even though they already had a happy ending. Right. They had to overdo it with that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Francis being like constantly being skeptical was just weird. Um, it's supposed to offset him, though. You know, it's supposed know, to but give, like a yin and yang. After after a while, it just gets old. It was too much. It, it just took too long for her to get on board. I wonder if there's like a rating of every main Disney Channel st- uh, star, like. And I wonder where she ranks on it of, of hated. Because I feel like she would be pretty hated. Yeah, I hate her. <laughs> I didn't necessarily hate her. I just thought it was just like, you're dragging this movie out because you don't want to get with this shit already. There's a boogeyman underneath your bed and you're being framed. Like, come on. Something's weird. And yeah. you're not buying anything and you're just screwing yourself. But again, we're thinking too much into a child's movie. Right. Which... <clears throat> I think this movie will be a good horror movie. And I was thinking that too. Day and age, um, darker. Uh, just PG thirteen. It. Yeah, it will be really good. Take out some corny elements of it, like you, scary stories. When they made that movie, I think that that opened the the doors for people. Like I know Goosebumps is also making it, but Goosebumps really, really was playing to younger kids. But scary stories was not a PG movie, right? No. It was 13. Yeah. They took a kid's property and they made it like creepy, <laughs> but not too creepy where you're going to, sh- you know, 
scar people. I think they could do that with this movie. Could be fucked up if it was a PG movie and they had wet back off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, the eighties, the eighties were weird with their rating systems. So there was some movies back then that would get that shit would fly. Oh, but yeah. I mean, this movie wasn't bad. Um, it was watchable. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I was getting annoyed a lot, but I had to keep reminding myself that it's a child's movie and it's very dated. Hi Hi just makes it worse. That absolutely just him, just him alone and his character. I love him so much. And, and he it's, just what? It's crazy, like me rewatching this because uh, I was a huge Even Stevens fan. And yeah. this came out before Even Stevens aired. And uh, I don't want to say they, it seemed like Even Stevens wasted Ty Hodges, but it's just weird, like, seeing how eccentric he was in this film. And, like, in uh, Even Stevens, he was more of a straight man. Yeah. Like he was an asshole. <laughs> I mean, that's good that he could show range. Yeah. I feel like it was a waste of... I don't know. The show was still good. Hey, uh, if you guys are a fan of Even Stevens and you have these Disney Plus and you haven't rewatched Even Stevens... Uh, I highly recommend it because that show still aged. It aged very well. It's still a fucking funny show. I don't know how that happened. Again, with me not being a Disney fan, I there's only a few properties that I like that they carry, and even Stevens is one of them, and Recess is the other one. So those are two things that I like suggest to go back on Disney Disney Plus. That's not the horror movies we're going to be reviewing anyway. I don't know. I, I having Disney Plus to me is kind of like, eh. Thank God someone gave it to me because like I'm, I. I look around. I'm like, do I really want to watch like Homer Bound or something? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I don't, I don't. I'm just not, not that. In, I never was Disney kid. I, I was Nickelodeon kid. What were you, Cartoon Network? Uh, yes. Yeah, um, but I would be a Cartoon Network kid before Disney. Yeah, and I cancel my Disney Plus, and it will be over in five days. Well, we gotta pump out a couple of the ones that we need to see the multiplex, and we'll see what else is on the horizon for us. Because I don't know. Ah. Uh... I would imagine people want us to do. Uh, is it Halloween Town a big one that people be? Yeah. Yeah. See, I never even seen Halloween Town. Whoa! Listen again. <laughs> not a Disney guy, but that's a movie you have to see. It's like <laughs> is not there multiple Halloween Town. There's four, and they recasted the the lead girl in the fourth one, and it's mm. weird. But, uh, yeah, I think that's one worth watching. I don't know if it's what like. I don't even know how we'd review that. It's not necessarily spooky, so. Okay. But yeah, I I'm I'm gonna give this a spooky. Not like a full like <laughs> I really really love this movie spooky, but the fact that it's nostalgia, it's good. Like it's a cult classic. You can watch this if anyone. It'd be it'd be like entertaining. Yeah, I'd also give it a spooky. It's not a bad movie. It's very fun. Uh, I mean, I shit on it the whole time we were talking about it, but it's but still. But that's because we're looking at it through adult lenses. We're cheating. Right, yeah. Like right. there's no way it's like going back. Listen, if we reviewed Goosebumps or um, Are You for the Dark, we would do the same thing. So those are my two favorite things ever. So I don't know, man. This is one episode of Goosebumps was fucking creepy. It was creeping me to fuck out, and I was watching that a couple years ago. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. It was something about a baby. Uh, uh, it was like an evil baby or some shit. Evil baby. Was it? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's uh the the clock the clock uh. Cuckoo Doom. Was it Cuckoo Doom? That's the one with time traveling of a baby. I mean, was the baby evil? 
Damn, well, I can't remember. Ah, man, I'm a giant Goosebumps fan, and I'm getting confused right now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, maybe we'll start reviewing some Goosebumps and some Are You For The Dark. I would love to do that. I don't know how much you were ever into those, but those are oh, my, I like... I fucking love Are You For The Dark. That shit was, uh... Good, that will offset yeah. my love for Goosebumps, so we could pick each other's episodes. That's great. But, yeah, that was Don't Look Under The Bed, Disney's cult classic. This has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. I am Derek. Stay spooky. And stay dookie.